Hey, hey, and welcome to the Seven Figure Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff, no BS advice to finally get those ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your knowledge, your skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I'm your host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. A few years ago, I was burned out AF, (laughs) working every single weekend and most evenings into the wee hours, missing out on so much time with my young kids and husband because I was constantly in hustle mode. Then it hit me. (laughs) The path that I was on was not sustainable or enjoyable and something had to change. So I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge and skills with others. And my life has never been the same. Over the past few years, I have helped thousands of female entrepreneurs create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, masterminds, inner circles, workshops, retreats with wild, wild results and success. We've had students have 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, and 50K launches in just 90 days of working together, having never coached or mentored before, and then go on to scale their programs to multiple six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I will be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, ad strategies, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to scale to over a million dollars a year so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today's episode is one that I've been wanting to record for a while and just trying to figure out the best way to speak about this topic. And so I'm just going to dive in. (laughs) So I want to chat about why I fly first class now and why it makes me a better coach. So when I am flying somewhere without my children and I need to get some work done, well, even if I don't, actually, if I'm being totally transparent, even if I don't, I now fly business class. And is it more money? Yes. I do have a credit card that gets me miles, so oftentimes I'm able to upgrade at no charge. But even if it doesn't, if there's a seat available, I always upgrade, and here's why. Sitting in first class is not something I ever imagined being able to do growing up. I did not sit in first class until I think my late 20s. My mother-in-law bought my husband and I a flight and had upgraded us to business class. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she must be like a bazillionaire. Like my family doesn't do this. And it was just such a treat and it felt so special and so different. And not that sitting in the back is not great. I'm still getting to go somewhere. That's not what I'm saying at all. And I've flown in coach 99.9% of my life, but this is a new thing for me. So don't come at me. Okay. Here's why I do this now. Because you know, the whole look good, feel good mentality Maybe it's just me because I Peloton all the time, but, (laughs) and that's their motto. But that whole like look good, feel good, it's true for me. And I don't know if it is for you, but if I take a little extra time, throw on a little makeup, actually curl my hair, actually brush my hair and blow dry my hair, (laughs) hell, actually wash my hair, and maybe put on a cute pair of jeans instead of the fucking leggings that I wear every day that I'm wearing right now. And gosh, I mean, maybe if I even threw on a heel, woo, look out girls, I feel good right? I feel good. And I don't know about you. Maybe that's just me being silly. But when I look in the mirror, I feel good. And when I feel good, I just have a better day naturally. And so I started to be more mindful of the things that make me feel good. Coffee at home. This is stupid. This is so stupid. But coffee at home out of the like coffee maker 
didn't really make me feel good. It didn't feel special. It didn't really set me up for a successful day. And so I started buying those La Colombe coffee cans, like the coffees in the little cans. And they feel like a treat, not quite like a Starbucks. So I don't go and get a Starbucks every day, but it feels like a treat versus making it out of the coffee maker. And in full disclosure, I don't know how to use an actual, like a drip coffee maker. <laughs> That's very embarrassing. But I have one of those like little pod coffee makers and espresso ones, but it just didn't feel special. So I started paying attention to the little things that made me feel good, like showering and getting dressed and actually putting on some makeup and putting on cute jeans and heels. I noticed how it made me feel. And I noticed that I started to have better days because of it. I started to be more productive. I started to be more positive. I started to just do things better. So I started to notice these little things, such as the coffee. And on days that I really want to feel good, I'll go to Starbucks. <laughs> I started to notice if I didn't buy jeans that were like crappy material, they don't really make me feel that great. They're not very flattering, but they were a lot less expensive. Instead of buying those and donating them two months later, because I hated them anyways and never wearing them, I'm just going to invest in the ones that make me feel good. Now I'll need a heck of a lot less than them, right? Because I don't need to buy them as often. And investing just in things that make me feel good, that bring me joy. And one of those things that I discovered on a flight where I got upgraded with points to business class, I was like, damn, I just whipped out like a whole sales sequence. I wrote seven sales sequence emails in the matter of the three hour flight. I updated a whole slide deck. Like I was so freaking productive. And so now I'm mindful of that. If it can make me be a better coach, because I feel good up there. I feel serious in my own head. I'm like, people think I'm a serious businesswoman up here. And that's total bullshit. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, but it makes me feel like a serious business person up there. So I get shit done. And even when I don't have to do work now, I sit up there because it makes me feel better about myself too. I'm just happier. And so even if I'm not working, like physically typing out a set of emails, I'm oftentimes thinking about business. And so I'm brainstorming. I've come up with my next best ideas, my highest best performing programs and courses, I've created most of them on a plane, at least jotted them down on a back of a airplane napkin. And so I'm not saying to fly first class if that's not your jam, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with it if it is. Start paying attention to the little things in life that make you feel better. Is it that you don't like going to the hair salon in the strip mall just because it's fast and inexpensive and convenient? Would you rather go to that salon down the street? And maybe you don't go quite as often. But does it make you feel better? And if you're someone that gets massages, I don't get them as regularly as I would like, but I used to be part of that membership where you pay a flat rate every month and you get one massage a month and then they roll over and you're committed to paying it every single month. But I didn't love the experience. It felt like a factory. It was like in, out, there was no robe, there was no slippers, and it just didn't feel good. And so instead, now I canceled that. And when I want a massage, I'll invest in a good massage that makes me feel good. There's the spa music. There's the robe. I get to go in the sauna before my massage. I get a cup of tea afterwards. Like that makes me feel good. It makes me feel better. And so start being mindful. And maybe that's not anything that costs money. It can also be like, do you like starting your day with journaling? Or do you like to get your exercise out of the way? Or maybe take a midday walk with your partner or your dog or your kid or whatever or even by yourself. What are the little things and the big things that bring you joy, that make you a better person? And so that's why I now fly business class. And I know it's ridiculous. And I'm sure if like, actually, I don't care. I was going to say, I'm sure some people are listening to this being like, oh my God, but that's okay. I'm not for everyone. I'm fully aware of that. And I'm sharing this because coming from someone who I never, ever, ever, ever imagined I would ever have the opportunity to sit in business class for Pete's sake. 
But now that I have that ability, now that I am able to and choose to, because that's a choice, right? I was talking to my friend about this the other day. My team was teasing me. They were like, just curious, when the plane lands, are you the type of person that immediately jumps out of your seat and stands in the aisle? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh God. <laughs> and I was like, why? You're not? And they were like, there's nowhere to go. Just stay seated. And I was like, no, I want to get up, keep it orderly. I want to get in line. I'm not trying to cut anyone off, but like, A, I want to stretch, but B, I'm not here to sit on this plane all day. Let's get up and let's move, right? And so they were teasing me and I was like, all right, let's play a little game. Are you the type of person that like, do you pick the free seat or do you pay like the economy plus seat or business class or first class? Or if it's not Southwest, do you choose your own seat or do you let them choose it for you? And one of my team members was like, well, I like to sit in the aisle because I use the bathroom a lot. I pee all the time, so I got to get out. And I was like, okay, so you always choose an aisle seat, even if it costs a little extra. And they're like, yes, always. And my other teammate was like, no. And I was like, does that mean you usually sit in the middle? And she was like, always. And I was like, like, at least in the middle of near the front. And she's like, nope, usually the last row by the bathroom seat doesn't recline, smells. And I was like, why? 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 <laughs> Am I not paying you enough? And they were like, it's just put me where you want me. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. And I was like, okay, let's play a game. Hypothetically speaking, you were sitting in the front of the plane or the middle of the plane, wherever your preference is, in a seat that you prefer, like the window so you can sleep or look out the window or in the aisle so you can get up and stretch and pee and whatever. If you could choose any seat, not money related, which one would you choose? And they're like, oh yeah, closer to the front so I can get on and off quickly and aisle so I can get up. And I was like, so why aren't you? Is it a money thing? And they're like, not really, but maybe. And I was like, oh, interesting. Would it make you feel better if you weren't in the back of the plane by the bathrooms with a seat that doesn't recline that stinks? And they're like, yeah, it's not very fun. I was like, yeah, why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> and so I'm not saying... If you don't have the means to be able to do that right now, you don't have to, but I'm just sharing my perspective on this. And the sooner I started noticing even the little things, exercising first thing in the morning to get out of the way, but shocker, the endorphins make me feel great. That runner's high, you know, that biker's high. I actually have a better day when I get up and I exercise. I actually have a better day when I actually put on real clothes and do my hair and makeup. I have a better day. If I have to fly somewhere, I like sitting in business class. It feels good. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. So Anyways, I wanted to share my little story on how that makes me a better coach. And I'm going to share a quote that I once heard from a coach years and years and years ago, just for the role you want, not the role you have. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And she was like, if you want to be the woman that wears stilettos and drives a Range Rover and sits in business class, start doing those things. Start acting that way. She also said, like, if you want to eventually... This was a great lesson. I loved this lesson from my coach at the time. I'm not a designer bag person. I just beat up my bags. I have like a decent leather bag, but I'm not a designer bag person. And I love those that are, but I don't understand fashion well enough to buy a designer bag yet. It's not my thing. But she said, if you want to own some expensive, beautiful, handmade Italian leather bag, start going to the store once a month. Try the bag on. Look in the mirror. How does the bag feel? Is it heavy? Is it light? What does the leather smell like? Or is it not leather? Are the buckles good? Is it a good quality bag? How does it make you feel? When you look in the mirror, how does it make you feel? When it's on your shoulder, how does it make you feel? And I was like, why would I do that? The people are going to think I'm weird and I'm here to like someday shoplift this thing if I keep coming and not buying it. She's like, no, they won't. People do this all the time because it's part of manifesting. If you want something, you will find a way to get it. And the more you expose yourself to it, the more likely you are to get it and to get it faster. And so same with my dream car. I wanted this black Range Rover. It sat on my vision board for 10 years. And so when I told my coach that, she said, why are you not driving it? And I was like, I can't afford that. She's like, okay, maybe don't say those words. And then also let's change your mindset around that. Maybe instead of I can't afford it, it's 
How can I afford that? How can I make that happen? Right. And are you going to the dealership? Have you ever test driven one? Have you sat in it? Have you like smelled the new car smell? And I was like, no, because I can't afford it. And she's like, again, I told you to stop saying that. Number two, next weekend, that's your assignment. I want you to go to the nearest Range Rover dealership and take it for a test drive. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to buy it. And she's like, not right now. But the more you do that, the more you surround yourself with that black Range Rover, if your friend has one, go look at it, go drive it, go borrow it, go stare at it. It doesn't matter. Go to the dealership and look at it. Go take it for a test drive. But the more you expose yourself to the things that you want in life, the faster you will start achieving those things in life. And same goes for sitting business class or having a morning routine or drinking the coffee that makes you feel good about yourself. Start doing it. Dress for the role you want, not the role you have. I will end this episode on that note. If you have any questions or want to chime in on this conversation, I'd love to hear from you. DM me at Jenny Maroney on Instagram, and I will talk to you all soon. See you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared this episode with a friend. My mission is to help as many badass female entrepreneurs like yourself. And if we are not already friends on Instagram, please come hang out with me over there. It's at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again. Until next time.